watching it again? Um, yeah. Uh, aside from the five times I've already seen it. Duh, dude. Of course. I ran out of Prozac, so I don't think I could go watch it again. <laughs> Not for a while. That's what these places are doing in 24 hours, dude. Take a little nap while you're in the theater. I don't well, think you understand how Prozac works. <laughs> through osmosis. For as soon as we finish this one, I'm going to the theater and go watching it again. That's what I'm doing. Just literally just pull up, dude. It's on 24 hours a day. Just take a blanket, go to sleep in there. And just like when you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm still watching Endgame. I'm gonna if I can play it and watch it at home all the time, I would. Oh, <laughs> it's not like we're sitting I, here watching it on Jeff's TV right now. No. It's not like I'm looking at Thor and his marvelous beard. Gazing. And those. Onto the horizon. And those classic Ray-Ban glasses. And those. Whole Foods worthy blonde dreads. Mm. I feel like he should be bagging my groceries and telling me how to make homemade kombucha. <laughs> All I know is that I can cosplay a store now. <laughs> dude he's doing it for all the dads around the world dude we are all we are all allowed to be thor this no this bro, freaking halloween. i'm not even kidding dude, dude i bet you anything thor, that is gonna be the most popular freaking halloween uh costume like this year I like dude. That. i'll tell you i'm gonna be i'm gonna wear it dude I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as Thor, dude. Shirtless Thor. Shirtless yeah. Thor. <laughs> Melting ice cream. <laughs> dude, props to the visual effects people. I don't know if that's like a fat suit, but that was like Dude, that's a fat suit. You see Chris Hemsworth, right? That was that was good. He uh, Chris Hemsworth is not known to do a Christian Bale. No, no, no. I said visual effects. Like I don't know if they just like CGI'd like a fat body on him or something or or what? But it just looked really good. I was like, man, they did a good job making this food look fat. They did. It was uh, pretty convincing. It was amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell, we're talking spoilers. <laughs> Definite <laughs> spoilers. And if you haven't noticed, this is the beta report. What? What? And we're Indeed talking Avengers. It's actually a bum 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 bum. that's Captain America, bro. Yeah, that's it. I mean, nothing else matters. True that. Or it could be. It could be. Bum Bum, bum. I have no idea what that is. That's that's Thanos' theme. Oh, is it? Yeah, dude. Wow. Or it could be bum 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 bum. Yeah. Is that Black Panther you guys are saying? Yeah, no, that's Killmonger, Killmonger, dude. Killmonger's theme, I know, but it's still Black Panther, right? Nah, dude. You nah. know what I thought? You know what I. Uh, it's a good have, move. That challenge stuff is over, son. What I would have liked is that when we went to the movies, we should have like actually put it live, like these foods. What? Check it out. Who foods? I don't know if you can hear it. Someone took a guitar to the theaters? Hold on. Oh, what the heck? That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. They did that in the theater? Yeah, dude. It's a guy on a guitar and a trumpet. That is awesome. (laughs) 
gives me chills, dude. That that's pretty dope. Ba-da-dum, 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 yeah, ba-da-dum, yeah. Ba-da-dum, 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 I just that was pretty that cool. Spear being thrown and Steve Rogers going, whoo, grab the spear, mm-hmm. miss me. Yup. Stepping into Stepping the light. Stepping into the light, dude. <laughs> and then in this one, he. Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's do let's this, do dude. This. Let's jump into this, guys. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're talking about Avengers Endgame. Bum bum. No, we can do the whole thing. Yeah, we're just gonna do the whole thing song again. Okay, we're over that. Let's talk about it. Come on, dude, just go, roll, Let's roll. Go. Go, and go, if go. you haven't noticed, this thing's gonna have spoilers all over. Fat Thor. That's what we gotta say. Spoilers Fat all over your face. Thor. It's getting oh, it's getting spoiled. Oh, it's gonna be spoiled all over, dude. You so. got a little, you got a little spoiler on your top it's lip. Spoiler, like you're <laughs> hanging out at a bar with me on a Monday. Oh, spilling all over the place. Just telling everybody who died and who didn't die. <laughs> so yeah, dude. Oh my God, ten years in the making, twenty-one movies, and here we are with the. Masterpiece that the Russo brothers put together. Super. Honestly, the, the end of a saga. Going to this movie was like a life event. Like seriously, like yeah. we could tell our kids we went to this movie. You know, and it was a culmination of all these you know movies put together, dude. It was, dude, it was a feat, man, to be able to get all these actors in one movie, dude. When you think about everybody that was in this movie. It's insane, man. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's one of those things like, you know, we've been saying before, I think this is our generation Star Wars, where like Star Wars was such a huge cultural uh, um, landmark, you know, like cinematic landmark. Uh, I feel like uh, not just Endgame, but just kind of like what the MCU has been able to accomplish in terms of like storytelling and just like this narrative, this like 21 movie narrative story that they've put together. Like, just think about that, dude. That's insane that like there's 21 movies that connect. And like we mentioned last year for 11 years, there's been at least one Marvel movie in theaters. Like that's incredible, dude. That's freaking crazy. And then to have it all culminate with this. Yeah. Like you said, this, uh, this feat, this masterpiece. And uh, this movie was huge. Like in terms of, Everybody talking about it. Everyone just, it was a topic over the weekend of people. Uh, the only thing that was that was on par with it is was Game of Thrones. Because right. everybody was talking about that Sunday episode. Uh, if you haven't listened, go back to listen to their last episode about Game of Thrones. But to give you an idea, from Thursday through Sunday, this movie made $1.3 billion. Insane, dude. $1.3 billion worldwide. That is Thursday crazy to Friday. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sunday, and then uh, basically it was like 356 million domestically just here for that weekend, which mm-hmm. is another record. It's never been done before, uh, um, and everything else was all over the world because it opened up all over the world as well. Yeah. So that means, I, I think Chris Pratt put on in his Instagram, he made kind of the math. That means. Uh, there was over 100 million people. If you divide it, you know, like $12 per ticket and you do all that, it, it's about, it's roughly about 100 million people watch this movie. Wow, dude. That's crazy. That is crazy. Like, it's not even like a, like a, like a culture phenomenon. Like, it's a global phenomenon, it's dude. Global like, phenomenon. this is something that is affecting the entire world. Like, Dude, I I honestly I can't think of any other movie, and obviously I think like social media has helped it too, and like just kind of like the day and age 
now, like yeah, I, I I don't think we're gonna see this again. Yeah, ever. dude. Yeah, or at least not I, I, not in I, I, not in this not like on this scale. I think that we'll see, you know. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, definitely. We're just never gonna see something like this again. Yeah, the well, we might right. Like, there might be somebody who emulates this model successfully in the future, but for sure, we can say this is the first. This is like innovative and groundbreaking. Like outside of like James Bond, I can't think of another franchise that has twenty plus films. Like even see, but I want like Wars? like because even then, like uh, uh, last week, I made the distinction too that it's like unlike unlike James Bond though, where it's like each movie is kind of its own thing, right? Like one this of is, the this is cohesive. It's all cohesive. Right. Yeah, that's one of the amazing things that yeah. they've been able to carry this story along for yeah, twenty one like movies. Each James Bond can you can watch one without having to see any of the others. Right, right, right. Just about. So this is like a one. This is not not a one time thing. I think it might happen again in the future, but this is like the first. You know, and and. Like, um, all, all this leading twenty two movies leading to like this one thing was epic. Yeah, yeah. And and to say the least, it's almost like an understatement to say that it was just yeah. epic. I feel like it, the word epic is overused. Like we use it for like for like really bomb food, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. like um, like a really great scene, but the word epic really applies. To this, to then, like, well, I think to it properly applies. Properly to this. applies to yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the first movie that hyperbole is is not possible. In. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like you, it's it's you you can say it's one of the best movies ever. You could say it's uh, one of the greatest movies ever. You know, you can say all this stuff, and you and you could say, yeah, okay. I, I I believe it. It's redefining our cinematic experience. It's re, it's redefining cinema at large in general. <laughs> the MCU like treated theaters like Netflix. You know what I mean? Like yeah, dude. <laughs> here we go, dude. We're just gonna keep giving you episodes. Seriously. That, yeah, that's that's it's crazy, man. This this movie just I think um, it, it it shattered expectations of what it would do. You know. Uh, um, money-wise, mm-hmm. but also in terms of what I expected to see, like, it blew me away, man. I mean, the story was great, too. How they handled time travel, because that was a big rumor or theory, yeah. and, and sure enough, that's what happened, and how they handled it, dude, was was just hilarious. When when they're talking, when Hulk is explaining, Professor Hulk, is explaining yeah, time yeah. travel, I just love when they they're like, "Where'd you guys think? Where'd you guys get that uh, time travel idea from?" We're like, "Well, uh, every time travel movie yeah, ever yeah. made." And I love that the, they took the time to name off. Oh, dude, the, yeah. the, the, Terminator. Like, uh, they keep going. What is it? Back to the future. Hot tub, hot tub time machine. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yeah, dude. Should I keep going? Yeah. <laughs> I love what he said. What was that movie? I can't remember a movie where Paul Rudd or Ant Man said. He's like, "Oh, uh, Die Hard." Oh wait, that one I was, was like, no, yeah, "No, not really." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, th- just the way they handled all these uh, aspects of the story, man. It- it's three hours long, yet it doesn't feel that way. It just mm. flies, dude. Uh, <laughs> and this is, uh, I think, uh, Uno mentioned this when we when we got out of the theater. It was. Like, it, yes, it was a three-hour movie, and it kind of culminates 
like these three phases, and but it it leaves you in a place where you're still excited to see what's gonna happen next. Yeah. So you're not like for sure. you're not in a place where you're complacent. Like, oh, cool, it ended it. I'm good. Like, no, now you're just kind of like. What's gonna happen next? Like who who are we gonna see next? Like who's gonna take the you know who's gonna take the reins and all that stuff? So I think that's like in and of itself like is a feat, uh, like you know something that they accomplished too. That you know we're still not bored. We're not you know they always talk about like superhero fatigue or whatever. Like I feel like this just almost like revitalized that Word. that like desire to want more of these movies, like to to have more of these movies made. Um, so I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to see where this goes moving forward. For Man, sure. I said that. Yeah, dude, you said oh, all dude, of that. So right, dude. Word <laughs> for word was all out of your mouth. Wow, dude. I'm. I got moments of brilliance, dude. You do, dude. Yeah, moments. Very far. <laughs> very few very and far f- between. Yeah, exactly. Hey, but so you got them. I do want to kick things off and and start talking about like the things we loved, and I, I want to say that I think. Um, this felt like some of the best uh, portrayals, like the best best character performances I've seen. Like there were moments when it just felt heavy. There were some moments when I just felt really sad, or like I felt like what what they were going through was very like accurately portrayed, right? Mm-hmm. So like th- like it's really easy for us to get caught up in like this like it's a story we're watching a movie whatever, but it's like. They really made me feel like half our friends just disappeared. Yeah, like and half our friends just yeah. disappeared. Uh, uh, yeah, piggybacking. Piggyback. Yeah. yeah, piggybacking on that. Uh, I love how vulnerable they were when when they're talking uh, when Captain America's talking to Natasha, and he's like. He tells in his in his group therapy thing, you tell people to move on, but we just can't. Yeah, like he's like admitting the fact that I can't move on. You know, it's like yeah. difficult for us to move on. So it was, yeah, it was emotional, man. This movie was so emotional, dude. It was heavy, dude, too. Dude, and I mean, just speaking to the heaviness, like uh, one of the things that is, um, that that I feel like the MCU is doing that like no other movies do. Uh, in terms of like superhero movies, is that like a lot of these people like are dads, you know, like these people like are like families, you know, like they have people that they like that they have lost or whatever. Like so it makes it makes a lot of these characters very vulnerable. Like yeah. you know, the movie starts with Hawkeye yeah. seeing his entire family get he doesn't dusted. even see them. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, he doesn't yeah, even see them. Like, they're just they're like gone. they're vanished and yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Um well, so true when he says when he turns to his daughter, you see the the ash, mm-hmm. and he, he just doesn't know, he what, doesn't know what that is. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't see her. He didn't see anybody get dusted like that. Right, but we know, and mm-hmm. we see the the dust floating yeah. away. Yeah, but I just it's I just crazy. love that they did that. They're like even in that sense because uh, that's usually one of the main concerns. Is like, oh, these things aren't grounded, or there's not like based in reality or whatever. Blah blah blah. But I feel like just allowing a lot of the like a lot of these characters to be to be fathers, to be in families, to have like that level of vulnerability um it's just like a smart choice on marvel's part to like have us all care about these characters because you know they're just like us you know like they have like you said like those are our close friends that just got dusted like that's our family that just got dusted like there's not a lot of other movies that 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 uh, in terms of like superhero movies that like have that i feel like yeah um 
Aside from like, you know, like it's always like the hero and like his love interest or whatever. But like this one, I feel like it takes it a step further and like does that where it's like it makes you really feel like these people are family and like they like truly genuinely care for each other. And I'm sure they do because after 21 movies or 22 movies, 11 years of working with the same people, like you develop that bond. So a lot yeah. of what you see on screen, I feel like is very genuine. Yeah. And like real. Um, so, yeah. 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 Um, I really think like the, the you know these scenes, these opening scenes, and like the first segment of the movie when you see Scarlett Johansson on screen, you feel like that depth, mm-hmm. and you feel that that weight of like I just lost like people, and she did a really great job. And then Jer- Jeremy Renner, like he doesn't have these moments of rage, a la like Punisher or Wolverine, but you feel like his anger, yeah, you know, and his resentment, right? And um, I just I just love the way that they even um, they they kind of show different aspects of how people handled it. Right. Like because like Thor is driven mad, like he's he's semi driven mad by Mm -hmm. it. Right. Like he's loony to a sense. Right. Um, So I just like too that that, you know, they show us like in reality, this is life. Like some people deal it with this way, that way, that way, even like like Captain America, like. Like, true to his character, dude, is trying to see silver lining. Right. Is trying to, like, you know... That giddy like, optimism, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, you know, less boats in the water, more cleaner, less oil. And it's yeah, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't just stop right now. You know, so I, I love that they, they showed, you know, different... You know, it, it's it's a TV... It's a CV... Uh, it's a cinematic universe where um, there are real people, real characters... And you see those different responses throughout. It's like a rich universe. Definitely, dude. Definitely. Um, what else? <laughs> no, I just was was you know trying You're to like, transition. Yeah. yeah, trying to process that, dude. Yeah, because it's real. Yeah, dude. it's real, dude. Yeah, it is. And then aside from all that, it was just badass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. I mean, just plain and simple. Like this movie did a lot of things. Uh, and I feel like, and we'll touch we'll touch on it later, but I think this is like the good side of fan service. I feel like they did a lot of stuff in this to just kind of like, you know, take a bow to us and just be like, we're adding Professor Hulk for you. Like we're adding like uh, Captain you know, America wielding, wielding. Yeah, exactly, dude. Wielding like or- things like that. It's like things that we've dreamt of that we've seen in the comics. Things that like we've wanted to happen you know, for years and years and years, like, they gave us a lot of stuff uh, here. And and like I said, I feel like it can go good or bad, but mm-hmm. I feel for the most part, like, a lot of the choices that they made in terms of fan service were, like, good choices. Like, things that we all really enjoyed um, just as, as, as uh, uh, fans of the comics and of the movies, too. Yeah, definitely. I think that... that uh, this movie was full of fan service from uh, showing uh, the uh, original Ant-Man helmet right. back yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 70s to uh, Professor Hulk to the Captain America scene. Um, uh, I mean, just everywhere. Just Even, everywhere there was something for every comic book fan in the movie. And I thought for the most part, for most people, uh, I don't think it'd leave anybody out. Even though it's fan service, I don't think anybody would be like, or most people would be like, uh, like I don't understand this, or I don't understand that. Like, yeah. I think 
you know, it's kind of, you know, it's already there. So it doesn't really leave anybody. I don't think so. I, I mean, and I'm not talking about people who haven't watched this movie. You obviously have to watch some of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another thing, too, is that going back and seeing like sort of like a, a trip down memory lane, right? Of all, it's been 10 years. So let's give some some credit to some of these movies by going back in time yeah. into these some of these movies, right? I love how they would go back in time and then they would show the date that they were in. And then you, of course, have New York uh, and the little things like that, that, that they, little touches that they did, the Thor, the dark world, even though we know that it gets ragged on because it's not one of the better movies. Mm-hmm. I like how they put it in there anyways. That's how they went ahead and got the ether. But, uh, I mean, we could be here all day just saying how much we love this movie. There's something, is there something that you thought didn't work that, that you guys didn't like? I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. But there were some moments um, when I felt kind of like the tonality got too inconsistent, right? Like, here I am, like, feeling the depth of, like, damn, everyone's dead. Like, for real, like, everyone's dead. Like, like, let me step out of the fact that I'm watching a movie and let me, let me step, like, let me make this reality. Like, oh, man, it feels so heavy. And then it's like, there were some parts when it got really silly and then it got back to being serious. So I feel like there was some times when, like, the tonality kind of, like, fluctuated way too much. Like, um, and, and specifically, like, with Thor, right? Like, Thor felt kind of loony and zany. And I get it, but I don't get it. Like, like I, I don't know. I feel like maybe there could have been a way to make that smoother. But that's definitely kind of one of, like, my little points of, like, I'll see how I feel when this is, like, when I rewatch it and watch it and rewatch it and rewatch mm-hmm. it. Because, like, initially, I'm always, like, pissed off when I walked out of walk out of an Avengers movie. Like, Civil War, who, which is, like, my favorite movie. I remember when, when I first watched it, I was like... Tony wouldn't react that way, dude. He's too smart to get manipulated that way. And I still kind of feel that way, but I'm past that. I watch it. I love it. And then with uh, Infinity War, it's like, yeah, but we all know they're not really dead, right? Like, they're all going to come back, so whatever. But, like, now it's, like, um, some of the looniness, but that's, like, me really trying to be nitpicky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, the other thing is, like, um, I was kind of looking forward to really seeing, like, Tony and Cap work it out. And I don't feel like that what that happened. Like Tony lashed out. Um, Cap kind of sat there, sat there and took it. But I don't feel like they ever really kind of worked it out. Like I was expecting like something, like some sort of rehashing. I, I thought it was sort of implied already when he said, "Do you trust me?" And he said, "Yeah, I trust you." And then that was sort of, I guess, their they made up. It's like the way bros make up, dude. Yeah, it's dude. like, "Hey, dog, I love you." I love you too. Let's get married. <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, no, but but I get no, that. I totally get that. But yeah. I still felt like it was kind of brushed over. Right? I, Let's I talk about Civil War was a whole movie of like the relationship deteriorating. Yeah. And then you're telling me like, you know, like, do you trust me? I do. Everything's good. You know, like, yeah. Eh. I mean, it was it was like, I, I feel like there were certain parts of this movie that were brushed in very broad strokes. Where it was like, I don't know if it was just fatigue on like the Russell brothers like side too, where it's just kind of like we can't really spend too much time on like these small little details. So let's just like, you know, let's let's put it in there and let's move on to like the next part, you know, like because it is it's like it's a daunting task to think of like you have to put that many people on screen like that last 
battle, like the last uh, scene, where it's like you need to have all these characters, all these moving parts, like involved. Like it's kind of hard to go back there and be like, oh, you know, like now Pepper Potts is rescued. Like there's no real, there's never really like an introduction to that. But again, that's like one of those things where it's like fan service. Like we know that that character exists in the comics. And, you know, we've we've all kind of speculated like, oh, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? What better time for that to happen than now? But yeah, there was never like a, oh, you know, like she has experience like wearing a suit or like, you know, she's because she gets in there and she's like automatically like freaking dope. Like she like knows how to utilize. She knows how to fly already. She knows how to like use all the little gadgets in her like suit and all that stuff. So you kind of look at that and be like, okay, like maybe they could have in another movie, maybe spend a little time like explaining that a little bit. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, we wanted this, like we wanted that. We wanted to see rescue on screen. So if you give it to us, like, yeah, for sure, I'll take it. Um, but I can see how like certain people can be kind of like, oh, well, there wasn't enough explanation for that. Yeah, I get it. But there are some things where like you, you don't need to be spoon fed as an audience, right? Like there's some things you just kind of need to figure out. It's like, it's been five years, right? Since Thanos came and like, Tony knows Thanos is still out there. It makes sense that, like, now that they have a daughter, that, like... Oh, Tony's by the way, like, Tony Stark has a daughter named Morgan. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon? That Oregon. <laughs> Morgan the Oregon. Um, it makes sense that, like, she would have an armor, like, Pepper would have an armor and know how to use it. Like, yeah. that, to me, makes sense. Like, duh. Um, the biggest threat of the universe is still out there. Whooped my, like like handled me mm-hmm. like maybe it might make sense for me to kind of expand on this um and then there's other things too like like uh, like I get why in Avengers Age of Ultron Cap couldn't wield Mjolnir and he can now yeah. it's like you know for me it's like I see in Civil War there was this one thing he was holding back from Tony finally it's disclosed he like apologizes for it like okay like Cap's kind of made whole morally right like, there's some things where, like, we as an audience need to just figure out. Like, yeah. we just can't expect, like, oh, now they're friends again or whatever. Like, you know, I know that's kind of what I'm harping on is I want to know why they're friends again. But still, <laughs> like, yeah. But, I mean, just going on what you're saying, I think one of the best parts of this entire movie is Captain America wielding the hammer. Like, to like that, that scene by itself and just having Thor acknowledge the fact like he's like i knew it like that just kind of validates a, the fact a, a callback to the uh, age of ultron to age of ultron yeah like when he nudges it and it's like and the and nudge, like dude. and i feel like that's like the perfect explanation what you were saying like uh maybe he was holding too much back keeping that secret from tony that he knew that it was bucky who killed his family um and like you said earlier too where it was like well he didn't know that he didn't know that when during the time that he was trying to lift up that hammer no, 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 no. That's what, but that's what he was saying. That like, that's why he wasn't worthy then, was because he was still holding on to that. Like, he didn't know what. He didn't know that Bucky killed his parents back in Age of Ultron. He might have. How yeah. could he have not? It was before. Wait, what happened first? Civil. Wait, no, Winter didn't. Soldier. Didn't Winter Soldier happen before Age of Ultron? This was. Uh Age of Ultron happened before Civil War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't know that. No, no. No, 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 but he already knew, because he told, uh, because Tony asked him, like, how long have you known? Um, 
And he says like he knew for a while, or at least he implies well, it that well, he knew for a while. Well, here's 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 the thing. Did you know? And he's like, yeah. yes, I did but know. That was in Civil War that he knew. He didn't but, know. He didn't know before it. No, yeah, he would have known. He yeah, would have known. He would have known by the end of Winter Soldier, because that's when all the files were leaked. It's not that he knew at, in Civil War. He knew bad. beforehand. And because even in the letter, he says like, you know, all this time, like. Like I didn't tell you, and I thought I wanted—I was saving you from pain, but really I was saving myself. Like that to me. Because was when like the his... audience knows is when he finds out, though. Too, the audience finds out in Civil War. No, when that... Tony, no, when Tony finds out. Yeah. But but Cap said he already knew. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he goes, "Did you know?" And he's like, "Yes." And that's what that's well, that's what that's why they start fighting. That's why he's like, you know, he's telling like Tony Stark, relax, relax, relax. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It. it was Hydra in his head. Right, right, right. He's like, and then and then even it, the key thing is in the letter when he says, "I didn't tell you because I told myself, like I don't want to hurt you, but really I wanted to save myself." Like that was him being selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was him kind of even like being secretive or like cognitive dissonance. But it's like now after that kind of overcoming that moral thing, he's worthy now to me. Yeah. Which makes sense to me. Like hearing you explain that, it's like even even more so than there being 21 movies showing that like Cap has been unwavering in his like in his morality or whatever. And like you could even see it in the Sokovia Accords or whatever. He's like, no, this is like morally not right. Like in, we need to take responsibility for our actions. Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. And that and and to the point where like that costs him his friendship with Tony and like splitting up the Avengers. Yeah. Like he still remained like he yeah. still remained, you know, like tethered. You know, like he was right. like he was gonna stay on like the righteous path or whatever. Um uh, so to me, that's like, what else do you need? You don't need anything else to tell you like, oh, and f- from this moment on, Captain America shall be worthy. It's like, no, you've had 21 movies to show you that he's worthy. Yeah, like and- figure it out. Like why why wasn't he able to pick it up in Age of Ultron? Why, why now? What's happened in between? Right. When I saw Age of Ultron and now. Like figure it out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. But, um, but again, just going back to freaking amazing moment in that entire movie he picks up the hammer and like uses it to just like go off on thanos so like that's amazing dude like then that's something that uh i know i was looking forward to like in in uh infinity war when you see him holding back the gauntlet and like you like you know he's like using all of his might and then thanos is kind of kind of grimaces a little bit just kind of like what the heck like he's actually resisting me like and then he just like punches him afterwards or whatever. But like that just kind of set up like, yeah, I want to see him kind of go at it one on one and yeah. see what happens. Um, and this gave it to us. Yes. And like, I, like it's hard it was, for me. It was exactly what we wanted. It's exactly right? what you wanted. Yeah. And it's hard for me to believe that like you can have any other type of reaction other than like that was just great. Like and that was it, just amazing. In typical cap fashion, it's like you see him get beat down and then he like grimacy and like gets back up like musters up all his strength like whatever he has gets back up so that was that was epic and i i believe no not really but like that that one shot of him it's just him by himself like standing there facing off like thanos and all his forces yeah like that that can be a painting dude that was just beautiful that was so like that that was uh 
when cinema becomes art kind of moments. Yeah, dude. And it's another is another example of like if you had any uh hesitation as to why he's worthy, that in and of itself shows you like he's willing to stand by himself against an entire force of like enemies like just because it's the right thing to do. Like there's like you know, no, just like you said, his, it just goes to his character. Yeah, who he is and you don't and need to be spoon fed these things. It's like you kind of figure you know it out on your is. head. Yeah, you know who he is and what his character stands for. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, so I mean that I think that by itself is like is like worth watching this movie just to see that one scene. Um, In a movie with so many characters, though, you'd have to expect that it's difficult to try to juggle all of them and give them all a proper arc and proper time for each one of them. So you see, like, there's there's the example being that that, that Captain Marvel, uh, Okoye, some of them get shortchanged. They don't get enough screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think maybe Captain Marvel would, but she does get enough, I think, except for, like, you know, beginning and towards the end. Yeah. So that that's some of the things that I saw that unfortunately didn't, you know, they, they probably could have done better, but... Um, I mean that's nitpicking though too. Just it's again you have to realize how difficult it is to try to get all these characters uh, or actors in, on screen together, um, and uh, to try to get everything you know uh, coordinated amongst them. You know, I was reading an article that it was so difficult to get them all in the same studio at the same time because everybody has different schedules. Yeah, when you think about it, like for example, uh, one thing that I didn't know was Tilda Swinton. Being in the movie, I had no idea she was in the movie. Yeah, like, dude, that was that was anything a about pleasant her surprise. That was pretty dope. I thought that was really cool because she's. I think she's awesome as the ancient one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to see her like she was like active in the Battle of New York. Too. Yeah, like, totally. No it wasn't view. like she was just kind of like chilling, just kind of hanging out, but like she was actually like doing things like diverting like those ships or whatever. So I thought that was like a pretty cool detail, like a behind the scenes type of thing. Yeah, of, like she was doing yeah. things that you might like. You were no probably idea. thinking. Yeah, you were thinking like, oh, well, where where was this person or whatever? Where was this? Um, uh, just the fact that they kind of like threw that in there just to be like, oh, okay, this is where this person was. I like that scene though too where he's asking for Stephen Strange and she knows who he is mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, you're five years too early. Yeah. Um, or no, a couple stone, years. Dude. Not five years, but whatever it was, right? how many many years yeah. it was early. Right. Um, but it was dope that she knew already. She knew about, about, about that. Um, but there's not many, if I could try to like point out any scenes that, or scenes Well, that was or, actually, since we're on that topic, like, how did you guys, like, do you guys feel like it was, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, could she just kind of like gives up the stone? Like, do you feel like they, he, uh, Bruce Banner did enough to convince her to like do you think she just like too willingly gave up the the stone just because he said like oh you know this was dr strange's plan and she was just kind of like well he's supposed to be the best of us so here you go like yeah i was, don't think it was anything that hooked it i think it was the fact that he telling her that dr strange gave it to him willingly yeah makes yeah. Her, makes her think oh, okay there's a reason behind this so I think that's what it was most more than anything. So it's like in that moment she was just showing like she knew who Doctor Strange would become. Yes. She, and she was said just kind of like he's supposed to be the the, the, the best, best of, of us. us. She said it. So she are you comfortable there? Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> you want to paint me like one of your girls? Jack? <laughs> yeah. You be like George Costanza when he's doing like he's going to be a his back arch. Yeah. <laughs> Her hands were just so beautiful. Yeah. 
so yeah, though I thought that was that was pretty cool that they they threw that in there, um, having Tilda Swinton in there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good too. But like, for example, other ones like Valkyrie, the other ones that got kind of like short changed, short changed a little bit. Yeah, they didn't get as much screen time. Uh, I love that they put Korg in there though too. Yeah, I know. Actually, like that whole scene too, like them doing like the Fortnite. Yeah. It was actually pretty awesome, dude. It was like, oh no, new masters back on. <laughs> Whatever was like, oh, not new master. Yeah, that was master. amazing, dude. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Okay, so where do we expect to go from here? Because one thing that Marvel has done with with uh, or what they haven't done is tell us what's coming next. Aside from Far From Home, and they've mentioned the Eternals and the Black Widow movie. But none of it's actually been confirmed with dates. Like right now, after Far From Home, there's no other movie on the calendar of what's coming out. Like there isn't. Far From Home, boom, nothing else. We got nothing else coming up. Like when is the Eternals coming out? Nobody knows. There's no date for that. So we're sort of in the dark as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know they're doing something. Kevin Feige, there's no way that he's not thinking about you know, the future already, what the next you know couple years of movies is. But where are they going to go from here? Like, do we have a Sam Wilson as Captain America solo film? Do we have, uh, are we going to have another Avengers with a new set of Avengers? What do you guys think? There will be a new Avengers for sure. 100%. Um, I I do think that 100% there, there will be, well, obviously, there's already been talks about it, but there's a Black Panther sequel, mm-hmm. right? We're going to see a Black Panther sequel. Um, we're going to see a Doctor Strange sequel. There has to be another Doctor Strange. We're going to see a Guardians, right? Like a new Guardians. Um, and then I think that, like, aside from those, like, I think they're going to find some sort of reason to bring of bring them together. Well, it's like Captain Marvel's obviously getting a sequel, Yeah, Captain too. Marvel. Um, uh, yeah, and then all these, because there are, like, all these other, I feel like... Um, like uh, these like newer characters too that they're giving movies to. Like there's um, uh, what's that guy's um? There's the kung fu guy. Uh, uh, I forget what his name is. Um, so I was gonna say Shaolin or something. Not but Iron Fist. No, no, it's not Iron Fist. It's some other guy. Yeah. Um, I forget what his name is. But like he's getting his Shin own. Lee? Shin, yeah, Shin Shin Lin or something like that, or Shin Lee. Uh, he's getting like his own movie. Um, Yim Chi. Uh, there's another one. There's like some other characters too that they were that they were kind of alluding to. Um, uh, there's like this like Asian centric like Avengers team too that I think that was kind of like in the works. Uh, where there's like Shanghai. this or Shang Shai. Yeah, something like that. Um. But uh, his name, yeah, we were just talking about him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's like these. uh, I feel like there's like a lot of like obscure characters that don't necessarily, um, like fit within like the Avengers mold. Kind of like these like group of like solo characters who then come together to like save everybody. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of like connective tissue with these guys. But then again, it's like if you look at it, neither did like. Iron Man or, or Thor or like all these Black Widow um, and they just kind of put them together and like made it work. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's like weird, dude. I, I, I don't know if there will be another Avengers movie or or like if there will... My thinking is two things. I feel like the next thing which 
Because how do you go, like, how do you go bigger than Thanos, dude? Like, he... Galactus. Galactus, exactly, dude. Literally, like, physically, yeah, like, like just a, a bigger presence, which is Galactus, yeah. And I, and I feel like a lot of focus has kind of gone on, like, with space, just kind of like the cosmic aspect of uh, the MCU. So I feel like just kind of going further into space and having oh. someone like Galactus. Oh, oh. so is, is because uh, we do know we're getting a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, with Warlock. With Adam Warlock, dude. Well, let's talk about, is Thor going to be a Guardian of the Galaxy now? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I think so. Clearly. Like, I, I mean, I thought it was pretty clear that he's going to be... Well, no one's confirmed it. I mean, we haven't heard it. it does, it's kind of crazy that, yeah, I mean, most likely, but... It's kind of crazy that that I that think he'd I be in it. And just real quick, he uh, Taika Waititi has made it possible to make him fit in perfect with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think with with uh, just just the uh, you know the character change that he did in uh, Ragnarok is like a perfect addition because we saw it in Infinity War, dude. When they're all together, um, oh, words are made up. It's just uh, it's just like a perfect match, like. His character meshes so well with everybody else in in Guardians, so I think that's like a perfect it's like a perfect marriage, dude, of those two, of yeah. the Guardians and Thor. Um, it has to happen, dude. So it's it's kind of exciting to see what what they're gonna do now that they have the Fox properties too. Now or are they? Oh well, that's where I was gonna go too. So if it's not Galactus, I feel like the next big event that can top you know Infinity War and Endgame is uh, Avengers versus X Men, dude. Ooh. Well, because, no, I don't know, because here's my, my counter to that. Avengers vs. X-Men would be minus Captain America and minus Thor. Minus Captain America, minus Iron Man. Yeah, but still, either Which way, is, like, I, f- I feel like it's it, they're... Yeah, but you're supplementing that with, like, Spider-Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Black, uh, Panther. Black Panther, like, Captain Marvel. So you still have all these other characters that... Um, are kind of supplementing those two characters. Uh, I've, I I don't know. To me, I feel like it's like the perfect, like it's going to be the perfect lead up uh, would be doing Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah, for sure. There's just so many things that they could do. Like really, like like you said, Avengers versus X-Men. They could always do um, uh, rebooting the X-Men too. They could always do... Uh, their version of the Fantastic Four, which I'm hoping we can get a proper it's gonna happen, dude. Fantastic Four, right? They, I think they're waiting a couple years to give space from the garbage that they came out with before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, dude. Yeah, because I feel like... Uh, I got distracted by Uno looking at himself. In <laughs> Just introducing like a... Like a, a dope uh, Doctor Doom, I think is gonna be fantastic. That'd be because uh, because I, I feel like that character is so good, and we were, we he talked is. about a couple of episodes uh, ago. Like the MCU is no stranger to getting high profile actors, and I feel like Doctor Doom is like prime territory to have like a like a legit actor play him like you know we kind of threw around the idea of having leonardo dicaprio do uh be dr doom um which i think would be pretty dope dude i That'd think that would be pretty crazy to see him uh, uh be that character and uh, daniel radcliffe as wolverine ah, dude i don't know why you keep going with that dude <laughs> oh dude 
Dude. I would rather take Zac Efron before I take Regan, <laughs> before I take Daniel dude, Radcliffe, it's, dude. It's John Barenthal, dude. Come John Barenthal's like the perfect Wolverine. I said I would rather, not that I would have him, but I would rather take him than Daniel Radcliffe. You take Harry Potter as Wolverine, dude. Come on. Sidebar. He's a great actor, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he is, looks- but he just doesn't have the look. Sidebar rewound re- rewind reroute. I really think the next big enemy is actually going to be the Scrolls. And rather than be the squirrels, the squirrels, like squirrel girl, the squirrel girl, squirrels. Oh. So here's my my thought process. It can be. We already have the squirrels, and they're good guys. As of right now, we're not strangers to character twists or like motivations changing, right? Like, um, here's what I think: is that the next big enemy doesn't need to be bigger. Like, doesn't need to be like an individual person, right? Like, it doesn't need to be like a Thanos. It could be just like a massive army, like mm-hmm. like. Uh, like the scrolls, right? And I, I could see, like, it would be fun, like, the scrolls take, like, for there to be a scroll Iron Man, right? For there to be a scroll, like, Captain America, like, for, for there to be those kinds of, like, it kind of opens the door for that possibility, and I, I like that idea, too. Yeah, because I think that's that's also a comic book run, too, right? Like, the Secret Invasion? S- uh, Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Or Secret Wars. Um, the problem, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the problem is that sometimes those comics get a little bit convoluted, uh, Civil War was like that, but they they were able to pull it off in the movie. So, yeah, I guess they just have to look at it and take get a version of it and put it on on screen. So. Yeah, because it's one of those things like they they don't necessarily stick to the comics. Like they can blend a lot of different yeah material sure. together and make it just kind of make it work. And, and we've kind of seen too that even though they like to do like fan service and like bring things from the comics, they don't necessarily stick to the comics in terms of like every character or every motivation or uh you know like we talked about it before and baku is like one of uh black panther's biggest like nemesis in 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 the comic books but in this one they're like allies you know and like maybe yeah like you said like we're not we're 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 no strangers to you know these character twists plot twists or whatever Mm -hmm. um and usually like those those uh usually those villains uh, when they start off as friends and end up being villains are like the more compelling villains because they have... Oh, we're going to have that with Far From Home, dude. But they have like a past. Yeah, yeah. Mysterio is like, wait a minute, he's an ally, but somehow they're going to have to turn him into a villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, although I still kind of feel like they're doing like the syndrome thing on that one from Incredibles where <laughs> he's just like, he's just posing as a as a hero, but he's actually the one causing everything. Oh, um, I see. Just, uh, Mysterio and the new uh, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, Spider-Man movie. Right. Um, but I just want to yeah. see that fishbowl, you know. It's a good, screen. it's a good costume, dude. Like yeah, props to the people job. who like made that. Yeah. Who made that happen, dude? For made sure. that come true. It was freaking dope. For but sure. I don't know. Some closing thoughts. You guys want to end something? You guys want to end with uh, some closing thoughts on Endgame? I definitely think that it's gonna be difficult or. Possibly it will never happen again where it's going to top this movie. Like, Marvel has set the bar so high that I'm not sure they can ever reach that bar again. Yeah. They'll try, and they'll be they'll do good stuff, but I doubt that we'll reach this high of a bar that Endgame has set. I have a question really quick. Do you guys think that, like, uh, their current plan... 
or like I guess what we've seen through this Infinity Saga of having like uh, they have what like two to three movies every year. In yeah, theaters? yeah, two to three. Like, three. do you think do you think they'll continue that, or do you think they'll kind of go the Star Wars route where like they'll put out a couple movies, wait a couple years, and then put out a couple movies? So I then... think uh, we have Disney X the the D twenty three Expo coming up this summer. Yeah, I think we're gonna get announcements of the next uh, movies that are coming up. No, but no, but do you think that it's gonna it's gonna follow the same plan that's what I'm of like we're gonna get a, that's what I'm trying to say is we're gonna get the announcements of the next but before that no no no, no but I'm asking what do you, you what do you think no but I'm saying that's what they're gonna oh do oh my gosh well that's what I think I'm telling you I think that at D23 that's what they're gonna do they're gonna announce the next I think two they movies. are gonna just keep doing two two movies a year yeah 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 you keep asking me and I keep telling you yes that's what they're gonna do. So they're gonna put, ah, I get they're what gonna, you're saying. So I'm what giving you saying even is a, that even a, a, at D23, they're going to show us that they're doing two movies a year. Mm. Two to three movies a year. Yeah. Mm. Spoon feed me, man. Dude, man. You don't have 21 movies to are show you, me what you are were you trying one to one say. People say, oh, how did he pick up Milner? He's not supposed to pick up that hammer? Yeah, dude. Then show why, does Cap, why does Captain Marvel have that haircut? Ugh, she looks like a boy now. Because <laughs> uh, she had it in the comic books? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Valdez, you kill me. I just want to throw that out there. Hey, when am I going to get my book? George? <laughs> I know, dude. I want my book of uh, Manuel Manhart. What's his name? <laughs> Magnus. Magnus Manhart. Manuel Manhart. Manuel Lopez Manhart. Manuel Lopez. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. So uh, <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I think they're going to, uh, at D23, we're going to know more about the future of uh, Marvel for sure. I kind of feel Dude. like I kind of feel like in order to sustain this, because like just kind of what you're saying, like uh, this this the bar is set so high, will they be able to? No, like the answer is no. Like keep that hype going? Yeah, I don't think so. Like if they continue to do this, like where they have a movie every single year, two movies a year. Uh, I feel like they they might have to take like breaks in between, dude. Like I think we might go like you know a few years where we don't see a Marvel movie. Um, well, Kevin Feige's already said that they've already been working on the next phases already. So, I don't know. That's why I think they're going to announce something. So, yeah. who, knows? who knows? We'll see. We know anything before we close out? Um, I do want to say that, like, I feel um, I'm I'm really excited about the next. I, I want to say, I said it after the movie, but it's like, I want to say it again. I'm really excited about the next wave. Just because, like, Brie Larson has proved herself as an actress. Like I think uh, Chadwick Boseman, like sh- like I love the character of Black Panther, right? Like I just like like his composure and how he, in Civil War, right, rose above kind of like the madness. Um, I love just kind of Spider Man's like charm and like everyday vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Guardians are the Guardians, but um, I'm just really excited about kind of like the uh, of the future, right, and what's gonna happen, and not just that. I think the massive success of these movies might even attract more talent. Like it wouldn't surprise me to see Leonardo DiCaprio step into this, but it wouldn't surprise me to see kind of like Remy Malik step into this, and like you know other young, talented, like proven actors and and directors, and you know maybe hopefully down the line putting out kind of like a, they don't need to. But um, it would be validating to put out kind of like an Oscar-winning uh, uh, movie. I feel like it's it's re- within the realm of possibility now as far as like the quality that this uh, studio sure. has put out. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's exciting. 
Yeah, but I feel it's almost like transcended awards at this point. Like, uh, it doesn't need awards to tell you that this movie's good, dude. Honestly, yeah. But but not just that. I feel like what we were talking about in the beginning of the, of the show, where it's like this has become such a global phenomenon. Like it's it, it. Yeah, I feel like it's just surpassed that beyond that, dude. Yeah. Um. Beyond that, beyond that, dude. Yeah. So. Anyways, well, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another special episode this week of The Beta Report. If you haven't seen the Endgame, sorry, we just spoiled it for you. Hey, all that to say, go watch Endgame. Go watch it. Go watch Endgame, dude. Or or go watch it again. Yeah, exactly. Watch it like 10 times like we have. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you guys ready? We're going to go watch it right now. We're going right? to watch it right now, dude. We're in the hey, theater uh, recording this episode yeah, right play, now. Click play. I want to see what happens next. Yeah, no. <laughs> Clint, give the glove to me. Oh, how is it? No, how, how do you do your Wakanda accent? Yeah, Clint, give the glove to me. Not yeah, bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. All right. We're going to have to give you some more lines next time. Yeah, no problem. Is Chadwick Boseman here right now? What? Not on this episode, my friend. Possibly in the future. And give this man... Oh, do, do the other one. Do the... do the. Uh, engage all defenses. Evacuate the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Engage all defenses. And get this man a shield. <laughs> what? Is yeah. Chadwick Boseman in the room right now? Yeah. Like it. Check out our social media sites at The Beta Report. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd like to interact with you guys. Check out our Instagram stories, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, uh, Twitter. We got to get more active on Twitter, too. Uh, and uh, that's it, Jay. Uh, and as always, like I always try to remind you all, we want them five stars. We're coming for them, people. We need you guys to just be super generous with all the stars. Give us If there's some type of rating service out there that does more than five stars, give us that. Give us the 10, 20, 30 stars if you can. But, uh, we're, yeah, if you guys, you know, if you guys are on iTunes and, and you guys get this podcast via vis a vis through... Uh, uh, through uh, iTunes, go ahead and just drop down the, you know, give us a five-star review, you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, really just give us any type of review. We love feedback. We love hearing from you guys. If you guys think this is like a one-star show, and hey, you know what, don't put it up there, but hit us up. DM us and tell us why you think this is a one-star show, and we'll try our best to do better. There you go. That's all but, we want. Um, That's all we want. We want to... Okay. Yeah, dude, I was choking. That's all, all we want to do is be better for you guys. Um. Yeah, so... Hey, shut uh, up. Hey, we love you guys, and we enjoy interacting with you all, and we love that you love us. So let's love each other. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode or two will brand we? new episodes. We will. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. We will. And come back and join us again. Come. Actually, actually we're never coming back. Oh! oh! Dusted. Dusted. I am a